Well, 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 this is an exciting day. Oh man, as a whiskey lover, these are the days you want to have. Today, Stuart and I are going to be drinking the Benriac 40. We've got a twin set up on Block Bar right now for a steal. Honestly, this is history. This is passion. This is love. This is the whiskey. Stuart, I'm going to let you tell me who you are. Tell me about the barrels. And I just can't wait for you to say, Gav, let's have a pour. <laughs> well, let's go, my kind friend. <laughs> Perfect. You're, you're making me excited already. If I wasn't excited enough. <laughs> this is this is wow, this um, is wow whiskey. <laughs> if, if anybody doesn't know me out there, my name is Stuart Buchanan. Uh, so currently I'm the global brand ambassador for uh, Benriach uh, Single Malt Whiskey. But um, this is a special moment for me because prior to becoming a global ambassador, I actually started up in Riach with a team back in 2004. So I was, I was in with the bricks back then, um, not only getting the story up and running, uh, but also then moving into warehouse management before finally taking over production management. Um, so that's what makes me very proud at this moment of time when we can taste this liquid that I have personally known for almost 20 years. I mean, how, what is that like? I mean, obviously, you've got great whiskey sitting in your distilleries, but these two are like the children that have now grown up and they've like they're going to college. They go and they're going through a totally different channel. They're going through Block Bar as an NFT, as the physical bottles and an experience. Like, hey, you've watched these kids since 2004 and now they're graduating. Like, how does that feel as the proud? proud one of the parents <laughs> it's beyond excitement it is because you, you do get personal with these cats you know you do know them personally you pass them every day in the warehouse you give them a pat you give them a wee tap a wee loving pat on the head a wee cuddle that's how personal it gets uh, and again even watching them grow watching them grow and, and mature and cask and, and, and develop in that wood um again then rachel obviously rachel parry or master blender doing her magic and how she can then bring those cans together. So it's immensely proud, it really is, beyond excited, as I say. But there's also something I think, if I look back or try and think back to maybe when you first look at these casks, in some cases, you don't even think about taste. You don't even think about you know the nose. You don't sit and ponder that. You know instantly, when you taste a cask and you get the goosebumps, you get the hair standing up in the back of your neck, that's when you know that's special not even thinking about flavor or taste or nose or color it's this sensation it's a it's a sin the soul that's what that's the connection you get initially to a whiskey you know is going to go forward and, and Stu, like as the process grows and the maturation i mean obviously these are two 40 year old casks like you're touching them along the way and taking them well that moment that you're talking about how early on does that happen in the process my first contact in 2004. So at that stage, call that 20 years ago, roughly. But, you know, there'd been 20 years of other hands and love and care involved in that before us. And that's the thing about single malt. Every cast that reaches this age group, this vintage, that, that level of maturation, it's been touched by everybody. Everybody in the past has known that these casts have shone 
throughout the rest of the castle or maybe filled in that same day or that same year or that same decade you know everybody has touched this cask until it's finally going to bottle so we are only the custodians at the moment that's taking it you know to the market but everybody before us has touched this the heritage the history gone before us has touched and known the quality of these casks because that's the part that always excites me it's like there is an identifying trait between amazing whiskey and great whiskey and whatever it is it's always in the eye of the beholder whoever tries it but there's certain things you know that just like you're saying like you know this is destined for greatness you know and it's like I, I that's the part that i'm like for a guy like you that's around it all the time when i whenever i'm at a distillery i try to like go and peek in and thief a little bit and try stuff because it's magical and and you have mother nature you mean you have this wooden yeah. vessel that's working and technically they're all supposed to work the same but they're all you know they all have the nuances and differences i mean these two are two very different finishes in all respect you know and 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 the getting to this point has required a tremendous effort and work and mm -hmm. then a huge 40-year side of mother nature and the barrel doing its thing you're right and, and even in that fact, you know, you could look at the influence, particularly Speyside, for example. Now, Speyside, where we sit in the northern cluster of the Speyside region, you know, it's, it's the warmer of the climates in Scotland, if I can say warm to you guys in the US, you know, <laughs> I'm talking comparative terms here. But it would only take one hot summer or something like that, or one or maybe two hot summers in a row that maybe the angels for some reason get more and it changes. We're actually... We're working with so many factors that are involved in this woman, this whiskey becoming the, the perfect moment in time of all the circumstances before us. Uh, yeah, and, and that's the magic. That's the magic that we have no control whatsoever. We nurture. <laughs> we just nurture it <laughs> without now, control. Now, now, like, let's just say you're at year 10, you know, in the, in the, in the 90s, early 90s. And then you come on and it's year 20 and it's being like you said, there's multiple people trying it. And then it's it's the 2011s and 12s and somebody else tries it. Like, how does that work to be like, it's still good. It's going. It's still like it hasn't it hasn't peaked yet. Like, let's keep like in in you. We trust to keep it in there. Like, how does that work? It, it, again, it's again, I would say initially is. That 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 hair in the back of the head, hair hair in the back of the neck, no moment where you know something is different here. Um, is the wood overtaken? We're ten years old, it's still finding its feet. You know, it's still it's still in its infancy, still finding the direction it's going to go in. But um, maybe when you start getting to the 12, 15, 16, when you start to see the fruit shift change, you know, I would say maybe over that first ten years of a lifespan of a cast. You're talking more about the barrel. When you start being, being uh, going beyond the, the 16s, the 20s, 30s, and you watch that, the, the interaction of the estrification of the fruits develop and, and become more about that's the distillery base and how that fruit forward nature of the distillery is growing, that's the magic. And that's what you can't repeat. And I guarantee you, you know, you could, no matter how much you try to, to try and repeat a cask, you will never be able to do it. It's a natural living, breathing thing. I think another great thing visually, a kind of visual cue, if you're wandering warehouses, you know, what you want to see is a very good, a good quality cask, obviously. 
And Bernier has been uh, had a great cast management throughout the decades. Now you can look at a cast visually. If you see a cast that the, the end of the barrel is still nice and clean, it's not an over-expansion and contraction. We do want that cast to live and breathe, uh, but we, we don't want excessive expansion. But if you see a nice clean-ended cast in your head, you're thinking even then, hmm, this is going to be special. Uh, so even, even as you walk around the warehouse, you're assessing with your eyes even how that cast looks. Um, and again, that, that's the same case. If you look at all of these old casts, you know the condition of that wood is, is awesome. So when you come to a decision as a crew, you know, Rachel, to to bottle something of this level, you know, mm-hmm. 40 years, that's an undertaking. I mean, you're talking about at the end of the day, you're not 100 percent sure on your yield. What's going to come out? You know, like you say two hot summers and the angels have a good drink up there. You know, you could open <laughs> it up and be like, ooh, what do we do here? So like yeah. the, with these two, because these have been like nurtured to this point. When you guys did decide to go and bottle it, like how exciting was that? Like what? Like I want to like because it's a big day. It's forty years. It's mm-hmm. not like hey, you bottling the regular core items and it's like another day at the office. This is like yeah. hey, this is kind of a big day. How does that like? Tell me the excitement. Wrap me into that. And as that, I think you got to take, taking the phrase from Rachel. You got to wait till if the stars are all aligning. Yeah. That's when you do it, and that's 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 almost going back to that. Everything aligns, and also yeah, you can't forget around about the the, the forty that is a, a, a pitted expression, it is a smoky expression. So you got to make sure, even over time, how that smoke will mellow or become more delicate, and you know, capture that point where everything's coming together. And, and I think that's the moment in time now. I feel especially with the forty, uh, getting that perfect balance between the smoke integration, the fruit integration. The lovely little, the Benriach is still there. It's been all the stars aligned, and it's that perfect moment to say, yes, go on, my child. You definitely <laughs> nailed it on the peat, because normally you'll see a 25. It's not, you know, they're out there. You'll see a 30, but you don't generally see a 40 yeah. at peat. Go, and, and that's why when I saw this one, and when Blockbar and I were talking about this one, I'm like, oh. this is like a, one of those moments, you're like, they don't repeat this moment easily no. ever again. This is not... This is just not a repeatable, easily repeatable moment. Yeah, and any of you guys out there that are listening in here, you've got to remember, we're talking space-side. So even the rarity of that, you, you will, I don't think you'll find anything like it in any other space-side warehouse, to be honest. I, again, the rarity of this, and even the fact that even throughout the decades, the, the peated production at Benriak has always been a very small seasonal production of matters of weeks, the fact that we've even got any of that peated spirit maturing is, is still beyond belief to me. <laughs> I, I mean, like I said, I, I see it, you see it. And I'm like, I'm talking to other people who see it and they're like, it's like just jaw open. No, how, yep. what? So tell me, um, obviously we have two bottles. Um, I have a sample of one, which I can't wait to drink with you in a minute. Mm-hmm. But tell me about like, so those two barrels, were they kind of in this? next to each other same vicinity like how have they been hanging out as friends the last couple you know the last couple of decades well again you need to get yourself over and you'll see this little special warehouse we have well and Um, that's also just just to make a note that's the 10 people that buy this on block bar (laughs) there is an experience to come out there and i'm sure we're gonna see the wee little areas and and poke in there and 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 that to me is 
a life-changing part on top of the whiskey. And I think that's where Block Bar has been so good with these. Not only is the whiskey the, the premium luxury spirit, it's like, oh, and by the way, we're going to give you access to like the guarded castle, you know, that had the ogre outside that you couldn't get into. We're going to open the door and you're going to come in and see where the magic happens. Yeah. And that warehouse 13, where these casts have been lying and resting, that again, if you try and find a, a, a warehouse like it in space, you'll be hard pushed, if not in Scotland. You know, the eclectic cast we've been filling over the years, the spirit styles that Benriach has been doing far longer than maybe other distilleries are now, maybe venturing into different spirit, spirit styles. It, it's a, it's a, something to behold, that warehouse. And Warehouse 13 itself it is our oldest dunnage warehouse. So it's got extremely lovely low, low wooden ceilings. It's got the big thick stone walls, natural earth, earth floors. Even in this warehouse, maybe only two or three high in, in the, the styles as far as how we how we place them in the on the rails but also that's the other thing about knowing your warehouse when you discover little gems these gems that you find along the way you know your warehouse as well so there's a little part of our warehouse back of warehouse 13 up the back left hand corner and it's that little darker place it's that little bit more humidity there anything special right okay let's stick this in this little special place that even the that place has been passed down to us historically. You know, we didn't discover that this was the best place to keep old whiskey. That's even something that the, 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 the previous distillers or managers uh, passed down to you. They say this is a different corner. So that goes back to that nurturing. You're setting it aside. It's in that little, what we call it, little nursery, let's call it. <laughs> well, it's the idea of, of, of Warehouse 13. It's a, you know, you know that that magic happens there a little bit more magical. Yeah, and, and you coming on 2004, you wandering around, you're like, "What's going on over there?" And they're like, "That's where the magic, the extra magic happens." Yeah, and MD that does come and visit, then you can see still some magic that's still got to work in there. So it's a lovely wee corner. I love it. Well, I would love to pop this open if you don't mind and enjoy oh, it with you, because this this is uh, you know you 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 know me long enough. This mm -hmm. is a very exciting moment, and I'm glad I get to do it with you. So I'm oh, going to pour. Honestly. I'm going to pour a little bit. <laughs> a nice little. That's be one of the things I'm going to say off the bat. I mean, I'm obviously reading. This is only says 43.5. Yeah. It smells way higher. It does. It does, and and even you know, look at that remarkable color as well. It, again, it's it's got such a eye catching almost magnetic color to it that really rich deep bronze color you can see that you know natural color from the casket it just glistens and even that lovely almost gold halo on top of that it just invites you in uh to the glass i mean this nose is just intoxicating I, that was yeah. like my seventh sniff i i'm scared to sip it it's just You're like right. you get as much enjoyment from the nose here because i think with Bermia always having that fruit forward nature i always you know I don't know if you can, if people will understand what I say here, but Benriach never gets old. You know, it gets old in years, but that freshness of the nose is amazing. The fruits just continue to be so fresh, so ripe. That rich, fruity nature is, for me, the first thing I always get with any Benriach. It just pops, just pops. Yeah. It's, just, it's a, it's a, like an explosion in your nose, and I'm just like, wow, at 43.5, you it's been tamed. 
yeah. you know, it's had 40 years, but that nose is still saying, I'm young and vibrant and I want like, look what I'm doing. All right, let's see what happens. Oh goodness, land your van. Mm. Uh, sorry, I was ready in my mouth. I got too excited. That, oh God. And what I love at that, just even not even thinking about the, the flavors as such at the moment, even just looking at that sensation on the nose, you have got this lovely fruit. You feel a lovely bit of oak spice in the nose. But what I love also, when you put that to the tip of your tongue, you instantly get that, that sensation again, which again, it's bright. It's crisp. It's got this lovely dances on your tongue. I think I think crisp is a perfect world because when I first taste a whiskey, I shitty word, I chew it. I kind mm. of just squish it all around my mouth and I get it into all mm. the pores and <laughs> under my tongue and in my teeth and everywhere. And I'm like, I haven't had a second sip and my mouth is still dancing. Mm. Like, yeah, this Dan is dances, dance in your palate. Um, and that is that sensation. It just makes you smile. In fact, uh, ear to I'm ear. In shock. ear I'm to actually ear. I'm gonna shut up for a minute and let you talk. I'm just gonna sit and enjoy. But also look at look at how that smoke is woven through there. And and maybe that maybe maybe makes you realize that this is where all the stars have aligned. You know, uh, if we leave it longer, is that smoke gonna fade away and, and maybe lose some of its presence in the palate? The nose is very, very, very subtle at the moment, and it's not until the palate, I would say maybe three, four seconds in. After it's done its little dance and that lovely sensation, then that smoke beautifully is, the journey of that smoke is just woven perfectly through the expression. Um, so Stuart, me as a whiskey drinker, peated whiskey is just never my jam. Mm -hmm. But maybe 40-year-old peated whiskey is my jam because that's the perfect amount. For me. I mean, it is just singing. And the yeah. crispiness. And the smoke is just perfect. Like I feel the smoke as it goes down my throat, but obviously not burning or anything like this is like a delicate dance of eating like a really, really decadent meal. But this is wow. Sip and savor, sip and savor. And it's the smallest amount. You know, you, you just touch the smallest amount in your palate there and it just almost like silk just moves back. You don't even have to swallow it. It almost like silk flows. It's just such a perfect lovely slow gentle sipping dram i don't want to be rushing this i want to be taking my time on this well it's interesting because the viscosity like it just it coats your tongue and just sits just sits it doesn't it is not like i i mean i don't even know what to say here this is a hard one this this is a, again, what i love is also is and it happens a lot with the been we have you know the smoky whiskeys is as much as the smoke is there it is never overwhelms and takes over the distillery's character so that fruit progression we're looking for, you can still get the most delicate fruit character throughout this, even though the smoke is is uh, woven through it as well. Um, there's so many like things I look out for. You know, you can look at maybe in this ca this case when we're using port casks, you can look at some of the nature of the port flavors that are coming in there, or the port cask flavors anyway at least. You know, the darker oranges, the the plummy notes. Um, well, the darker oranges are super, super prominent. I'm definitely yeah. like that's that's a, and it's and it's a crisp darker orange. It's really bizarre. Yeah. It's not an apple. It's a it's a it's a crispy orange. Yeah, and it's funny that orange can come across in many ways. Sometimes orange notes running through a whiskey can be as delicate as an orange blossom, or as as rich as an orange bitters, and everything in between. Uh, but that's a, I always love that little sign of orange that runs through it. And that generally is coming from the port cast that we're using here. But even though the port casts are present, 
in the combination uh, coming together, you can still taste what is the classic DNA of Bereaf reaching towards tropical orchard fruits, but then on, almost going tropical further into kind of peaches and uh, the, the finer fruits. So to still taste that through the whole combination of, of the peat, the port, the distillery is still present. That's the amazing journey from start to finish through well, here. I, I feel like the peat has been layered into your standard where it's like it's like the truffles. It's like having an amazing dish and you threw the black truffles on. That's yeah. the peat. You know, like the dish was already spectacular. But this is just an extra little level. Oh God. Yeah. This is I think you do get this lovely again enough of that little tannin just to give you that offer of dusty dryness at the back, which is for me is that sign of vintage. So it's got that light length at the back of the palate. Even the smoke, it's almost at the, at the back of the palate, that smoke sits like a little bit of ashy ember. You know, mm -hmm. it just sits lingering there. Well, I'm finding the smoke's actually sitting on my tongue for a minute. Mm -hmm. And then it's then it's leaving the building. Yeah, because yeah, for, for me, it starts at the top. The freshness, that brightness, that vibrancy, then the fruits in the middle, the smoke comes in, and then the smoke just drifts away and hovers and plays at the back. Now, what I love about this offering is it's two bottles. <laughs> and it's yes. kind of like, you know, the brother and the sister are coming together. And we just have 10 of these plus the experience. And financially, this is not your normal. I mean, it's not a huge ask financially. I think we're selling them for $8,000 for both, plus the experience in Speyside. You know, right. I, I look at... You have Gavin the investor and Gavin the whiskey lover, and both Gavins yeah. are like, boom, I'm in. Like, how does this, you know? So I, I'm super excited. I mean, I know that, you know, working on with with a company like Block Bar that does a lot of luxury spirits, all luxury spirits is a new experience, and having this come out the gate is like mind blowing to me. And then for you, it's like you've had all these traditional channels. You've done every normal way of getting your whiskey out there. Now you have this new way of getting your whiskey out there how's that for a guy like you since 2004 going like wait what so you can buy the whiskey they'll store it in singapore when you're ready for it you burn this digital coupon they will then send it to you wherever you are in the world oh and by the way you also get an opportunity to go on this experience i mean that's well, not your average sale <laughs> well this is quite funny gavin because i do know i do know the the old previous uh manager at this time, a gentleman called Norman Green. I speak to him most months, most weeks, in fact, sometimes. And if 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 I said to him, did you think when you filled this cask 40 years ago that this would be entering this kind of whiskey environment, he would be he'd be blown away. I mean, it's the equivalent of sending the whiskey to space. It's oh, like, hey, did you realize those barrels would be going to the moon? Except yeah, the yeah. moon is this whole blockchain on block bar with with a storage facility in singapore that when you are ready to receive you say and it comes i mean it's pretty darn cool it's not like hey we have this on the, in the distillery sitting around and like you know if you know somebody this is like no this is a whole different mean of transportation and what i love about it as an investor side as well is the fact that it's distillery direct mm -hmm. yes. like this is a direct relationship with you guys like as far as that i mean that's you and rachel and 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 Ben Riek as a company is able to come into my house through this means 
through this channel is mind blowing. And I look at it as like the future because I got to imagine 20 years ago, you know, duty free offered basic stuff and then duty free got good. Mm-hmm. And then distilleries offered basic stuff and distilleries got good and common market offered core and then good. Now you have this brand new channel with block bar, which just good. Yeah. Hey, we're going right. to come out today with two 40 year old twins. This is what we're going to do. And I think you're right. That direct, that direct relationship we have, uh, you know, when you start dealing third parties, you don't know the condition that whiskey sat in. You don't know where it was. Um, that scares me the most. That scares whiskeys. me the most. As an yeah. investor, I don't know where you know Joe Joe Smith sold got that bottle from that he sold me. The yeah. all the security measures that are in here because this whole industry has unfortunately had these issues. Mm-hmm. And you have all the security and the ease, you know, like I don't have to go beg my local liquor store and buy 50,000 cases of champagne in order to buy this. I just That's have right. to jump onto the network. And yeah. even if you do not have cryptocurrency, use a credit card. Wire your money. It doesn't mean yeah. like, oh, because it's available in Ethereum and you don't have that, you can't buy it. You know, and that's what I've been excited about Blockbar since day one, because I'm like, distillery direct luxury spirits. You got me. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it'll be better than that. Yeah. And and actually what I and just what again making me excited is actually having that available as the, the, the twin set there. Showing you again depth and breadth across the, the, even a little touch of the glimpse into our warehouses from 40 years ago. Uh, having that is, is amazing. Um, and, and again, the octaves, beautiful, beautiful casts that are um, not non-peated. So again, even there, you've got the you can look at that more classic side of of, of space side, let's say, which would maybe a more historical style in the octave, and look at that fruit develop. But to have that partnered with something extremely rare and unusual as in the repeated port, uh, that's a, a one-off uh, package. And the involvement that Rachel Berry's had in it. Mm. You know, I look at that and I'm like, you've you've curated the two, to come out the gates as a brand with this onto Block Bar is setting the standards really high. And yeah. that's what Block Bar does. They, you know, you you if you're on the platform, you're that's all you're looking for. You're gonna entrust that that's what's gonna come out, and how they pull these deals together blow my mind. And when I see the end result of these luxury spirits, I'm like jaw dropped. Like when these two came out, I'm like, what? How? <laughs> Why? Like, <laughs> and tasting this, right? this is it's only been a matter of days. Uh, it's only been a matter of days since the release of the, the, yeah. the publication. It went, it went technically live yesterday, and on Monday yeah. we had pre-sale. You and know, the excitement even coming into me that people are buzzing. You know, internally in the company, and people are, you know, contacting me. What's this? All the, you know, the social yeah. media um, already has been buzzing around about these expressions. It's it's an amazing platform. I obviously, you know me, I'm passionate. So when when I spoke with Dov and Sam. Hmm. just keeps on giving do you know what i'm just getting there funnily enough i didn't get it so much in the first sip but again that's what i like of even opening up that second third fourth sip more of that dark chocolate almost came through there there was more of maybe my palate was used to the 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 the, the, the smoky bit uh, part of the start but that chocolate's now allowed to come through a little bit more 
distinct. It's interesting you say that because when you first started, when I first took that first tip, I noticed the dark chocolate there, but mm -hmm. the peat was maybe overwhelming it. And because mm -hmm. I'm not a, like, the peat is not my thing. And I was yeah. kind of like, just, I was like, whoa, I really love this. Like, so now what? Now I'm really confused. Um, but the, yeah, that dark chocolate with the, with the orange is, is something, I mean, I mean, it's, my tongue is still just dancing right now from that last sip. Well, I'm so excited that I could get to talk to you. I'm so excited about the future relationship because I think this is the first of many. And I, I, I really, you know, as a, as a loyal whiskey lover, whiskey collector, whiskey investor, but passionate person, like I can't really thank you guys enough for pairing up with Block Bar to create something this beautiful and release it to you know the, these 10 lucky people plus the experience it, it it's really i mean it's it's a moment in history that the stamp gets put down you know you're absolutely here. right and that's why that's why i'm extremely I'll, I'll say even just proud that we have reached this moment to be entering basically the, the level of uh, whiskey that we now have in, in the market and it's it's exciting and again I'm looking forward to even hosting the 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 owners when they come and visit. So that'll be an experience in itself. Oh, so God. we'll definitely pull out all the stops there. Well, I can't thank you enough, my friend. Happy, oh, happy Salangeva as always. I look forward to seeing you in person, hopefully sooner than later. I feel like it's been way too long. <laughs> but seriously, you know, thank you for being the custodian of this amazing whiskey. And thank you for putting it on block bar and and allowing you know, the 10 lucky people for access to this magnificence. Yeah. No, it's an absolute pleasure to see you again. And yeah, get yourself over to Scotland and we'll visit I, that I, little I, special I, place in Warehouse 13. I got to come do that. Appreciate you, sir. You're good. Bell, Solange, Bell, I think we're good. Stu, this is, this is nuts.